Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah. It's the streets. It's the streets. Welcome, everybody. It's Monday, July 13th. Oh, yeah, Boogie. You know we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> I can't wait for today's show, boy. I can't wait. This is going to be pretty damn good today. I can't wait. What's up with you, Boogie Boogie? Oh, man, you know, just that airport life, man, flying in from ATL, man, you know, kicked it with the sports officials yesterday and uh, had a hell of a weekend down there, you know what I mean? So, you know, the streets, they be talking. So, yeah. I mean, we, we, we turn it into the sport, we turn it into the streets officials. So, uh, you all do know. Time we was in them streets, I... I finally got a chance to see his kick. They played for this. They played for the goal yesterday. His kickball. Uh, his kickball team. Uh, the ladies. They did their thing. They won a championship. So I, I saw T. Nick in action as a coach. So it was. It was nice, man. <laughs> OG scorekeeper. It was cool. All we was missing was T. Row. Ah, there we go. That's it. I was there in spirit, but you know how it go. That's what we do, baby. That's what we do. Exactly. Well, let's get it started, man. We're going to play this WWDO. Let's get it going. It's the street. Just reminiscing as I package and deliver product. Great men diminish 
Get the stitches off the fucking the plot up. Put dollars on my daddy book up, fuck him for life. Third generation black businessman, my product white. white. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Yeah. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Twenty grand a night and you can get it right. Sitting in the phantom and it's white on wine. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Twenty grand a night, it wasn't getting right. Some niggas sitting in the fields and it's white on white. Coming from nothing, I had to hustle up something. I had to get me some paper. I had to pull me a caper. I tuck the clock in my khakis. I told my bitch I'd be back. She told me, Daddy, be careful. You know all these niggas is rapping. Ain't no fear in my heart and ain't no lies on my tongue. Won't die broke. I put that on the breath in my lung. All of my clips extended nothing. I lips pretended they threw a case in my face. But I was safe and defended As I stomp on the street On the road less travel As I look up to God As he looked down on the gravel I ask for protection From hammers and gavels And blasphemous devils Somebody pass him this message Young nigga black But he's selling wine Young nigga black But he's selling wine Twenty grand a night And you can get it right Sitting in the phantom And it's white on wine Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Twenty grand a night, it wouldn't get it right. Young nigga sitting in the fiends and it's white on wine. Wanna gummy to the ground like a Michael Brown. Settled in the projects, now you knock it down. Now my niggas wanna ride till we all survive. Smoke an ounce for my dog on the day he died. Spray your name on the walls in the project hall. Die for his red rag, so it's for the cause. Bullet holes rip the seams in them denim jeans. Dollar Rain Motel was a guillotine. Revolution televised, Operation Bush. Halliburton in the prize under George Bush. Burke back home, nigga did a quarter. Rick and Mortis is the only thing that prison taught him. Flipping water. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Twenty grand a night if you can get it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get back. We back. This is Future Talk and Sports Talk Show with a twist of hip hop. Oh man, we got a lot going on. Like Rose said, just co-hosting the super producer of the show. We got NBA Basketball Summer League. We got NBA Free Agency. We're going to talk about that. We also got tennis. Serena Williams chasing greatness. She's already great, but she's trying to be the greatest. Is she? And we got to talk Major League Baseball All-Star Game tomorrow. We got the home run derby tonight. And... Should Pete Rose be inducted into the Hall of Fame? So, we got a lot going on. But first things first, a hot topic, Trinity Row. Uh, this is a little bit, this is in the streets. People don't understand and know about this. The TMT, the money tournament, they're playing for a million dollars. We got Team Bibby in it. You got all type of ex-NBA players in it. Uh, four different regions, Philly, Chicago, uh, was Philly, 
Chicago, Atlanta, and L.A., those made up the four regions where they play. Now, in the next couple of weeks, they'll have the semis and the championship game on ESPN. So, people are asking me, well, how do you get in? Is it an entry fee? No, what happens is you get your roster together, you put it on their site, and you'll see how many fans you can get. If you get a lot of fans to like your team, then you qualify to be in the money tournament. So, bro, before we get into the, the real basketball, what do you think about this new money tournament where they plan for a million dollars? What do you think about that? <clears throat> it's about time. It's just it just sucks that, you know, I didn't you know, I didn't somewhat hung up my hoop shoes. You know what I'm saying? If this would have been about 10 right. years ago, man, this would have been the best thing. But, I mean, you know, the way everything going, you know, L Boogie, there's money out there to, that, that people have that they can just put up for, for a team to win. And it would be exciting because this is just not any three-on-three three or, you know, this is you get five, you get your seven, you get your ten. And you bring it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm really enjoying the fact that there's somebody out there that said, you know what? I'm going to put up a million to see which one of these boys can can, can win this money. You know what I mean? And you go see, El Boogie. There's going to be some interesting teams that's going to end up being in this here tournament. And when it's all said and done, when the, when the semis and the finals come, that's when it's going to be really interesting because we all, me and you both know that when that happens, <laughs> dog, it's going to be people that we're going to be like, damn, he's still hooping? Damn, I ain't think he can still do it, but they're going to be out there getting it in. So I'm excited for it, you know what I mean? It's, not, it's going to be on ESPN. I can, you, you can't miss, you know what I mean? Million dollars. On ESPN, once you get down to the semifinals and the finals, it's just that why they why they doing it when we hung up our shoes, El Boogie? When we when we threw in the towel, why they go start it now, man? Because like I keep telling everybody now, to keep it real, and if people look at me like I'm crazy, a million dollars is not a lot of money today. In 2015, a million dollars is not a lot of money. You know why? Because guys like, no disrespect to him, Tristan Thompson getting $80 million for four years, for five years. A million dollars is not a lot of money anymore. So for him to, uh, for them to do that, to put that up, I think that's, I mean, that's reasonable. You know what I mean? And, and, and the reason why they're doing it now instead of back then is because, it's a lot of ex-ball players who need this bread. It's a lot of older guys who need this bread. So, so you know, it's guys who bank I wouldn't be. I'm looking to see if I saw if I saw Allen Iverson playing in it. <laughs> you know, hey, hey, when the semis and finals come, don't be surprised who you gonna see on the court. <laughs> you, hey, you mess around see Elijah Kareem up in this bitch. <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking speaking of Kareem, we want to give him a shout out, man. You know, Kareem is uh 
is hurting right now. You know, he's battling cancer, so he's in the hospital. So right. I give a shout-out to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So shout-out to the to the big cat, man, to the cat. So, yeah. yeah, man. Okay. Let's get to the NBA free agency, man. Was DeAndre Jordan's decision worse or on the same plane as LeBron James' decision? And why do you think no. he changed the decision? What was the reasoning behind it? Why was that done? No. Hey, 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 let me tell you something, L Boogie. And I don't want nobody to get this misconstrued. There will never be anything to ever go down the way LeBron did it the first time, you know? Or shall I say the only time he did it. That was, that was sweet. I mean, he had the whole world anticipate for two years at least. Jay-Z even hyped us up on, oh, he's coming to New Jersey. Well, shit, I thought he was going to New Jersey. He, he, he pulled a left one on me on that one. You know what I mean? So it, it, for anybody to try to try to think they're going to do or match what LeBron did, man, please. Here's the deal, L Boogie. DeAndre was running his mouth. That's what was going on. Oh, I want out of here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying, L Boogie? And when the time came and he had to lay down and sleep on it, you know what I mean? That's when, that's when things started. You know, that's when you, you know when you when you laying down at night and you can't sleep because something's on your mind and you try to close your eyes tight, but you it's like Christmas when you were a kid. You on, on Christmas Eve you can't sleep. Your parents telling you, man, you better go to sleep because Santa Claus coming. When you wake up, it's gonna be gifts all up under the tree and whoa, whoa, and you can't sleep and you just like ugh. DeAndre Jordan, by going to the Dallas Mavericks, that did not guarantee that he was going to be the man in Dallas. Not saying that he's the man in L.A., but when we, when we got to talking about who's the point guard and who's going to do this and who, what is he going to do and how is he going to get it done, well, that's what he was thinking about when he was tossing and turning trying to go to sleep. Damn, do I really want to make this move? I don't know if I can handle all this pressure. I know I'm pretty close to the creel, but I got Blake, I got CP3, and then you know what the homies did. They called it. They let him know what the deal was. If there was any animosity right up front, they talked about it over the phone. They squashed it, made him feel real good, and told him, Bring your ass home, man. <laughs> Come back to L.A. Dog. Don't, don't worry about being close to the crib. Let's win something, and then you can go to the crib. So I think that not only was it best for the Clippers, but it was the best decision DeAndre Jordan could have made. Now, you know, communication, communication rules rules the nation, L. Booger. We all know that. He just you slipped told me up. That. Yay. He just slipped up by not being grown about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's okay. You can you can change your mind because what I love about the NBA and how it all goes about, we all know that you can people out there they like they'll say a lot, but then they'll change their mind. <laughs> if it ain't written down, that book it don't mean it's good. 
Handshakes and all that don't work no more. You know what I mean? I, it's got to be written on that black line down at the bottom with a date on it and a, and a witness's signature. You know what I'm saying? A witness signature that said, hey, I saw him, you know, do this and it's all good. That did not happen. And so that's what I love about it. And watch how they, watch how wild, this ain't the first time and it ain't going to be the last time that something like this didn't happen. He put it out there, El Boogie. <laughs> he put it out. Damn you, DeAndre. <laughs> well, first of all, my thing is this with the, with any of that, with any of that, bro. If you give a verbal commitment when you're in when you're an adult, I think you should you should be bound by that verbal commitment. I understand right. college kids, I understand little you know, young kids because we was in college. I mean I changed my major maybe three times before I figured it out. <laughs> you know <laughs> so, But you gotta do so it. Right, right. So with kids, you know, give a verbal commit, and then they say, ah, oh, then they go visit four or five different other schools, and then they finally commit to, you know, they give a verbal commitment, then they change their mind, then they do something else. I don't have no problem with that because they're kids. They're not getting paid. So I don't mind if they do some some BS because, they ain't getting paid for it, and they getting screwed around anyway. So whenever they get a chance to sock it to the NCAA, go ahead. But back to DeAndre right. Jordan and those guys, uh, I just want to give, like I said, on the sports officials, I want to give a shout-out to the agent. <laughs> because he, he, has, he has those teams jockeying and just doing whatever for a guy that I mean, don't take it. Don't. I'm not DeAndre. I know you're probably listening, but don't take this the wrong way. But only one-sided type player, you know, right. for his side. Now I understand we got specialists. We got three-point specialists. We got this specialists, but they don't get paid over a hundred million dollars, or they don't get paid over eighty million. So, for his agent to, to to get that going, shout out to him, man. Shout <laughs> out to him. Because I don't know what happened, but he did his thing. The same thing happened to with Eric Bledsoe. I mean, Minnesota jumped out the jumped out the uh, tree to get him, and Phoenix matched the offer. You know. So uh right. You know, that's that's very crucial. Uh what do you think about Mark Cuban's response to to DeAndre Jordan's uh quote unquote decision? Well, you and I both know El Boogie. Everybody that 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 follows the NBA and know anything about anything about Mark Cuban <laughs> everybody knew that he was gonna come with the rawness, you know what I mean? And uh, you know, everything that I heard over the weekend where he was trying to call DeAndre Jordan, you know, family, trying to figure out where he was to try to talk to him and all this. And, you know, what I've heard through the grapevine, 
I mean, it's just it's just someone who was who who took someone for their word, and then they backed out on him at the last minute, and he was left with nothing. And of course, L Boogie, when that happens, you gonna react some some type of way, you know. It might not be the way that you originally want to do it, but when you're when you're at that point and you're you're so hyped and you you feel like that you know somebody has has took advantage of you and then you know gone a different way, yeah, you're gonna be feeling some type of way. Words are gonna come out that that you don't want to come out, kind of like A.K.A. my dude Donald Trump talking about the Mexicans. <laughs> Those words should have never come out. Just be easy on it, player. Be easy. Because we all know that it will all come out in the light sooner rather than later. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I agree with Mark Cuban when, you know, uh, about the text, or excuse me, about the tweet that DeAndre Jordan sent out. I don't believe that was him. I believe that was, you know, one of the Clippers organizations, uh, one of those people that work in the organization that know how to make it sound good and let you down easy. And that's all that was, man, because uh, DeAndre Jordan could have easily picked up the phone and just said, yo, I'm signing back with the Clippers. And that probably would have been it. So I don't believe the tweet. I really don't. What do you feel about LeBron? His new two-year deal worth 47 worth what's that? 47 million two year? Hey, I tell you what. Now, that's what I'm talking about. If you going to be like Mike, that's how you be like Mike, LeBron. You take him for what it's worth. You want to be you want to show the world that you the man. Damn it, be paid like you the man. D-Wade need to take a page out of your book, player. Well, I guess he did since he gonna get his little twenty million. But damn, LeBron forty million next year. <laughs> I love LeBron for that boy. Break the bank, Dad Gilbert. That's what your ass get. You you pay that dude what he worth. Get that boo boo off top of your lip, kissing his ass. Cause that's all you do it down there. <laughs> yeah, they say uh, Jr. is gonna be coming back from the streets. What I hear, is that a good move for the Cavs getting Jr. Jr. was the best move that y'all made besides Moskov during the uh, before the trade deadline. Jr. brought a whole different dimension as far as confidence and shooting the ball and bringing that, uh, you know, spreading the court for uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers last year when he got there because we all know what Kyrie and LeBron can do. They're going to break you down and get to the cup and get to the bucket. Uh, you know, if they shoot threes, that's that's just a plus. But to have Jr. to come back and continue to do what he can do, I mean, we all know Jr. is a great regular season player. He can get it done. He can shoot the ball. He can he can uh he can attack. He can create his own shot. He plays defense. It's just the playoffs. And so I think that by signing, by re-signing Jr., that'll give Jesus Shuttlesworth a little bit more time to make his decision on when he can come back, and that will help Jr. in the next level. You get what I'm saying? So if he's not doing so well and not hitting it. Then we can, you know, you know, Jesus can always take pressure off of the man. <laughs> you need to get a ball in the bucket. For those that don't know who I'm talking about, Jesus is Ray Allen. You know what I mean? So I like right. that a lot. 
I like that a lot. I think that would be great since you already have Iman Shumper coming back. You know, those two guys on the court at the same time, really, that's how those fast breaks get started because these guys play defense and they're not scared to, 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 to take a chance on trying to steal the ball. And when that, when that happens, you know, they that that's an easy two for them. So I like that move. Man, man, we didn't got to talking so much about this. We done went over a little bit. We're going to go to a quick commercial. When we come back, man, we're going to evaluate the summer league. We're going, to, we're going to talk about the summer league and these guys playing in it. And I got some interesting things to talk about that. So we in the streets, man. Every Monday, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern time, 347-855-8896. And don't forget, tell a friend, tell a friend, to tell a whole bunch of girlfriends. It's the streets, WWDO. Let's go. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Maybe on that rap to pay the bill shit. And I don't feel that shit, not even a little bit. Oh, Lord, know yourself, know your worth, nigga. My actions being louder than my words, nigga. How you so high but still slow down to earth, nigga. Niggas won't do it, we can do it on the turf, nigga. Oh, Lord, I'm the rookie in the vet. Shout out to the bitches I ain't holding down the set. All up in my phone looking at pictures from the other night. She gon' be upset if she keeps scrolling to the left, dog. She gon' see some shit that she don't wanna see. She ain't ready for it. If I ain't the greatest, then I'm headed for it. Yeah, that mean I'm way up. Yeah, the six ain't friendly, but that's where I lay up. The shit a motherfucking lay up. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. 360 with the wrist, boy. Niggas is, boy. OVO, man, we really with the shits, boy. Yeah, really with the shits. I should probably sign a hit, boy, cause I got all the hits, boy. <laughs> Fuck all that Drake, you gotta chill shit. I be on my little mouse drill shit. Fuck all that rap to pay your bill shit. Yeah, I'm on some rappers, pay my bill shit. All up on TV, I thought it made me richer. Wasn't paying me enough, I needed something quicker. So now I'm all in Nico basement, putting working on the phones. Either that or try the money mark to make the pickups. Man, it's 2008, I'm trying to paint the picture. Comeback season in the works, and now I'm thinking bigger. I got 40 in the studio, every night, late night. Gotta watch that shit, don't wanna make them sicker. That's my nigga, oh lord. Got a whole lot to show for it. I mean, we can really get it, we can go for it. I'm just here for the bucks and the billies, nigga. Don't make me kill one of the ghosts for it. I run this shit, they like, go for us. Run for us, run for us, go for us. Yeah, I mean, you already roll for us. Damn, nigga, what's one more quote for us? Oh, Lord, who else sounded like this? They ain't made me what I am. They just found me like this. I was ready. Fuck that, I've been ready since my dad used to tell me he was coming to the house to get me. He ain't show. Valuable lesson, man, I had to grow up. That's why I never ask for help. I do it for you niggas and do it for myself. I go zero to one and nigga, real quick. Real quick, whole squad on that real shit. Zero to one and nigga, real quick. Real quick, real fucking quick, nigga. Zero to one and nigga, real quick. Real quick, whole squad on that real shit. Zero to one and nigga, real quick. Real quick, real fucking quick, nigga. Whole squad on the real shit. Whole squad on the real shit. Whole squad on the real shit. 
other night lavishly told me that I'm all these people listen to. She said they love me unconditional. Imagine how I feel to watch another nigga at the top. You know that if you wasn't you, you would be dissing you, dog. Damn. Okay, from that perspective, I see what you're talking about. No way to soften that. Cause me, I was trying to find out where I lost him at But maybe I ain't lose him at all Maybe I keep moving forward and they're just stagnant They ain't moving at all But when they need their favor, who do they call? Maybe I'm searching for the problems Asking what was said and who was involved Too focused on people's feedback and proving them wrong They say the shoe can always fit no matter who for this song These days feel like I'm squeezing in them Whoever won before just wasn't thinking big enough I'm about to leave them with them Cause if I run the game in these, man, it seems to split it No pun intended, but they smelling defeat in the hell Headed where nobody took it, who meeting me there? They tell him that he talking crazy, but he doesn't care. Being humble don't work as well as being aware. Listen up, boy, you better all bees dropping. We already got spring 2015 popping. P&D dropping, reps of Pete dropping, Magic Jordan dropping, Obi dropping, not to mention me dropping. Feel like we paid the reps off, man, we fixed the game. Me and Noel been at it before Twitter names. Yeah, been on the move like the lease is up. And I can't even name one person that's keeping up. Damn, fuck how it was in the past tense Ask yourself, how do we match up now? Cause I'm only 27 and I'm only getting better If I haven't passed you yet, watch me catch up now, for real For real For real For real, this is, this is the Streets of Talk, a sports talk show With a twist of hip-hop, for real Super producer, T-Roll Taking care of all the mics, taking care of all the music. Man, hardest working engineer in the game. Him and OG scorekeeper. Shouts out to Heaven OU. You know what I mean? Shouts out to VSC, man. Yeah, bro. Let's get back to the subject at hand. We was talking NBA. Got the summer league going on. Man, so far, what do you think about some of these guys that are playing in the league? And does that weigh merit with you if they're, if they're doing well? It's always good to, you know, have these guys doing the summer league. Uh, does it mean anything? Of course, you know, for about three or four of these guys on each of these teams, it does mean a lot, L Boogie. So uh, I guess these guys are really giving it their all to try to, you know, try to make that roster spot if they weren't one of those, you know, two rounds, two rounders to get in, in one of those two rounds to be picked up in the NBA, but, no, you no, know. Uh, no, 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 what I'm saying, no, what I'm saying is, is that, for an example, a kid does well in the summer league, is that going to translate over to the real game? Yeah, that's where I was Do getting, you that's what I was league? getting to. Okay, go ahead, go that's, ahead, I'm sorry. That's what I was getting to. That's what I would get to. You know, for, for for most of these teams, only three or four of these guys are going to actually make the roster. So uh, they're playing real good, some of these guys. Some of these guys are no names. Uh, but there are some players on some teams that you can actually see making the transition from, you know, making it to the next level. And it's just not all the guys that have been drafted within the first two rounds. Uh, there are some guys that are that have really been putting their name out there, and you know sometimes the summer league gets them to the point to where they can be recognized and be on a roster. So will this affect how they're going to play at the next level? I believe so, uh, because from here 
you know, you got all the coaches, you got all the, the, the general managers and the scouts at the games. So you really want to put your best foot forward to show them what you got so that when you, when you, when you do have an opportunity to make it to the next level, when, you know, training camp opens, you'll be ready and you can show us what you got so that we could take, take, take it for what we see when it really starts. So I think these guys are doing pretty good so far. There are some teams that I'm just like, yeah, some players, but when I watched Minnesota yesterday, L Boogie, boy, say, man, look, these are just the two, three-year players, L Boogie, when they put it all together, man, say, man, I must say, man, they look all right. I must say, Willie Collins Stein look all right. Emmanuel Moody look all right. Hey, you know who else look all right, L Boogie? It ain't going to be from. Papinga! <laughs> Your boy looking good out there, L Boogie. Man, I'm going to say this, bro, and I ain't taking nothing away from what you just said, but all of it is NBG. Nothing but God. Perfect example, man. I remember a couple years ago, a guy came out there, Sean Larkin, told the summer league up. You don't hear nothing about Sean Larkin right now. Last year, my man, my man, Anthony Early, balling in the summer league. What he doing in the regular season? Not a doggone thing. <laughs> so I don't, I don't put too much merit on it. But I don't. I mean, they catch on to the game. It's cool, but just me. It's just me, bro. I don't put too much on it, man. I really don't. I'll say your boy, I'll say your boy Tim Hardaway Jr. had a great summer league last season, and he did all right. I mean, you know, considering Thank you. <laughs> considering what y'all had to deal with, you know what I mean? So I, I, I get you. I get you. But I believe it's to help these guys understand plays, and so they, when training camp comes, they'll boogie, they won't be, as far behind because you know some of these guys take a minute to catch up. So you gotta get <laughs> at least it's not like like football in the NFL. I mean, these dudes turn ACLs and all this other stuff. So at least I'll take them in the gym, running around, handling their business. You know, getting familiar with a couple of players until the real deal starts. So I mean, I give them credit for for doing it, but I understand where you're coming from. I understand. You don't think it helps the, the, the players from, from, from just being drafted to three years under? You don't think it gives them confidence to to, to move on to the next level when training count and the regular season begin? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you, bro, but these guys, I tell you, I'm not really uh, enthused, man. Summer League don't get me hyped, man. All it do is see guys who refs and tease me, man. Like the one right now. Okay, he just, well, they comparing him to Dirk Nowinski. He's a project, man. We'll see. I mean, there's not too many rookies that's going to be impactful like we've had in the past, man. It's just not going to happen that way. Right. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I also believe it gives the coaches 
uh, a chance to see what they are going to have to deal with. You know, some of these players, El Boogie, can can really be, like you say, confusing because they can show you something in the summer league and get in trade camp and be a straight bust. Hey, let me ask you about your boy Joel Embiid. Second foot surgery. Now you're going to miss another full season. What does the Philadelphia 76ers do with Joel Embiid? They didn't learn from the Cleveland Cavaliers when they picked uh, Big Z. (laughs) When you have history, (laughs) beat problems with a seven-footer, you have to really understand what you're doing, man. You can't do that, man. Now now he's going to be out another year. Uh, It's time to let it go. They they did smart by getting Okafor. They knew something we didn't. So, you know. Let me ask you. Go ahead. Let me ask you this. With Joel Embiid getting all that money and having not and and he hasn't played not one minute in the in the NBA. Is it is this on the lines of like the the you know the NFL player that got drafted and tore his ACL in the first week of you know the little the little training that they had the little training camp they had. Do you does he give back the contract or do you as the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers honor the contract that you've already given him? It's, I'm glad it's not like football. Uh, in football, you get put on the pit list. It ain't his fault. They pay you a certain amount of percentage of your contract when you're injured. They work a settlement out. It's different in football when in basketball it's guaranteed. So, but uh, hey, Ro, I'm in the streets. I'm about to get cut off because I'm, I'm in a I'm in a, a one of a, a notorious neighborhood that's gonna <laughs> cut me off. So you so you keep going. And I'm going to get back in. When I, so I'm going to keep talking until I get cut off. I just want you to know. But MB, after his after his third year in the league, he should think of retiring. Nobody's ever going to pay him again. They're not, I mean, well, no, I take that back. He's seven feet. So they're going to take a chance with him like they did Sam Bowie. I mean, Sam Bowie damn near, damn near cut off, and they still gave him some money. <laughs> you 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 compared it to sell Ube Yeah, that went boogie. Yeah, he'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he's going. He's in the street. That's what happens when you're in the streets, man. You never know where you might turn a corner, man. Cut you off. You know what I'm saying? Living out here in these mountains, you get cut off. Another big storyline in the NBA. Now that DeAndre Jordan has recanted, <laughs> signed back with the Los Angeles Clippers. It opened the door for your boy Darren Williams from the New Jersey Nets to get bought out, come to Dallas. For those that forgot, a couple of years ago, he had an opportunity to make that move to come to Dallas. But instead, the New Jersey Nets got Joe Johnson, a couple of other players. And so he remained in New Jersey. Just for a couple of years to go by for him to be bought out, for him to make the move finally. 
Don't know how that's going to work out. But it would have been real good to have old D. Will and DeAndre Jordan. But we don't. <laughs> that's just how it goes. Everybody was asking me who's going to be throwing him the oof, DeAndre Jordan. Well, it would have been D. Will. It would have been all right. But since he ain't there, it don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter, TSO. For those that don't know, that's the sports division. For those that don't know what TSO stands for. What's up with it, Uncle Saucy? I see you, OG. L Boogie Down sent me the picture, y'all. You know what I'm saying? It was good to see my brothers, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. I'll be making my trip. Don't worry about it. I'll be there real soon. The Portland Trailblazers tried to max out Ennis Kenter from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oklahoma City said, ah, 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 ah. I'm trying to hear that right now. Oklahoma City matched that offer and got my dude Ennis Kenter back in Oklahoma City. Boy, you know that's going to be crazy. Back on the streets, baby. (laughs) <laughs> you back on the street? Yeah, man. OKC did a smart thing. Watch out for OKC in Minnesota. Yeah. Listen to this, and I and I have a and I have a San Antonio Spurs fan and who I'm with right now, my big bro and my nephew, and I'm going to call it out right now. I'm calling it out right now, bro. You heard it here first. The Western Conference Finals is going to be OKC in San Antonio. Yeah, I said in I said in I said in the Western Conference Finals. I can see that. (laughs) He don't see OKC. They said they said Golden State. I said I said no. Golden State will not be the same team they was last year. Trust me. They 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 will get knocked. Second they in the semis. I don't think that they'll be ready to play. I don't think I don't think Golden State will get back to the Western Conference Finals for the simple fact that you know even though we have questions and doubts about the Los Angeles Clippers, they still are the Clippers that are pretty damn good. It's just depends on which particular oh. round you have to meet them in in the playoffs. So the Clippers can still play a, a, a major part in, in in who gets to the Western Conference Finals. You know, they still trying to get over the hump. They're going to be tough to beat. They took out San Antonio last year, which gives San Antonio – all the fuel that they need with all the additions that they have added to, to their roster. And, you know, it ain't even over. So, I, I mean, this is just getting crazy, El Boogie. What San Antonio has done and what some of these other teams are still looking to do. I mean, you, you never know. I mean, New Orleans, how the type of season they had last season, how they going to come in with a new coach. and You know, it's just the West. You can't, excuse me. 
I like what you said about the West and who you got being in the finals. But we both know, man, that that West is man. Anything can happen. It, it's tough. It's 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 ten teams in the West that can get you to the Western Conference Finals, man. It just depends on who's hot at the time. I'm still here, Ro. We know this. Listen to, listen to this. I'm going to tell you this, Ro. I keep telling you, those teams that you think are going to be good next year, the Clippers, the, the teams that you usually think that are going to be the best, watch out for these teams right here. I'm giving you three. I'm giving you three teams that's going to be in a runner. They're going to be in your top five. New Orleans. Is this in the West? This is in the West. Okay. New Orleans, New Orleans, Minnesota, and somebody, so a team that we don't really talk about. Well, we didn't talk about them last year, but because they had a lot of injuries with their superstars. But OKC, those three teams will be at be, be in your top five or six, man. Your 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 San Antonio's, your Clippers. Your Rockets, those guys, they'll, they'll be there, but they, they, those other teams are going to surprise them, man. They're going to be in that running. Watch what I tell you. Just because I remember when I, when, I, when they used to be like, oh, man, they paper champs with, that, with, with Tampa Bay, like Tampa Bay. I don't – I don't – Memphis won't be good. Memphis, listen to this. I just got to, you know, my nephew just said you forgot about Memphis. No, I didn't. Memphis will be in the playoffs, but they won't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis will be in the playoffs, but they won't do nothing. We know this. And we know this man. Right. <laughs> you can grind all you want to, but when you don't. And listen, my brother said that's grind city. That's the thing. They grind, 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 but can't get over the hump. That's what grind is to me. Right. Shoot. Listen, man. I, I'm in. A, I'm in. A, I'm in. A stu- I'm in another studio, and they keep talking. Oklahoma don't want to see it. No, they don't want to see Oklahoma. There's nobody on their team that can guard. That can guard Kevin Durant. They let Tayshawn Prince go. Jeff Green is a free agent. So who's there to guard on their team on the perimeter? No, we don't know yet. Yeah, and I heard I heard that Jeff Green might be on his way up out of there. Right. So uh, he's looking to make Jeff might sign, sign with. Guess what, Jeff with might Miami. Do. Jeff might sign the the, the the veteran minimum. To go back to OKC with those guys and go to Miami. Uh, uh, He'll go uh. to Miami. Right. You know. Yeah, so. if he go to Miami, Man, we, it'll be real ugly. Right. We gotta we gotta go to another commercial. When we come back, we're gonna talk Serena Williams and we're gonna talk David West. Why you know his situation of him taking a, a short uh, one year contract with, for one point two versus twelve. Without the death in between the one and the two. So we'll be back. It's the streets. T-Row, L Boogie, WWDO, What We Do Radio. Let's go, Row.
DJ Doom. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Tear gas all through the night. Nigga sucking out in Ferguson, so get it right. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Tear gas all through the night. Niggas suckin' out in Ferguson, so get it right. The street ruthless, the coupe ruthless, the nine is near. These new niggas get foolish, man, this time of year. My palms itching, the money clicking, my time is here. Whatever you looking for, I'm sure you can find it here. I rose from the ashes, sleeping on pissy mattress. Niggas was cutting classes, riding cutlass classes. The streets we mastered, NBAs and AKs ain't make it to the NBA, but we ball like every day, yeah. Word that Trayvon and Mike Brown Them pigs that gun you down And call it standing they drown The situation whack We need a moment of silence For violence I'm only being honest Don't condone it But fuck it We riding And going down without a fight Middle finger up If they ever try and read me my rights Hanging out the window Screaming F the pole life Damn right A nigga black But he's selling wine Young nigga black But he's selling wine Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Twenty grand a night if you can get it right. Young nigga sitting in the fiends and his white on wine. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Twenty grand a night if you can get it right. Young nigga sitting in the fiends and his white on wine. I can remember my daddy and even daddy's happy. Hiding bricks of this shit up in my granny's attic. My uncle stole out the package and daddy beat him savage. And though he beat him, I could tell it was love in the lashes. He looked me deep in my eyes, past the tears in the lashes. Told me, son, never become a victim of habit. Like Michael did to Fredo Pop, should have had a captain. But showed too much compassion and all in the rat in it. Just reminiscing as I package and deliver product. Great men diminished constituents off the fucking the plot up. Put dollars on my daddy book. Up, fuck them for life. Third generation black businessman, my product white. white. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. 20 grand a night and you can get it right. Sitting in the phantom and it's white on wine. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. 20 grand a night if we can get it right Some niggas sitting in the fields and it's right on wine Coming from nothing, I had to hustle up something I had to get me some paper, I had to pull me a caper I tucked the clock in my khakis, I told my bitch I'd be back She told me, daddy, be careful, you know all these niggas is rap. Ain't no fear in my heart, and ain't no lies on my tongue Won't die broke, I put that on the breath in my lung All of my clips extended, nothing I lips pretended They threw a case in my face, but I was safe and defended As I stomp on the street, on the road less travel As I look up to God, as he looked down on the gravel I ask for protection, from hammers and gavels And blasphemous devils, somebody pass him this message Young nigga black, but he's selling wine Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Twenty grand a night, and you can get it right. Sitting in the phantom, and it's white on wine. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Young nigga black, but he's selling wine. Twenty grand a night, if you can get it right. Young nigga sitting in the fiends, and it's white on wine. Wanna gummy to the ground like a Michael Brown. Settled in the projects, now you knock it down. Now my niggas wanna ride till we all despise 
smoke an ounce for my dog on the day he died. Spray your name on the walls in the project hall. Die for his red rag, throw it for the call. Bullet holes rip the seams in them denim jeans. Delarain Motel was a guillotine. Revolution televised, Operation Bush. Halliburton in the prize under George Bush. Some Ray, man, from the Woo, man. He coming in town this Saturday. I got a scene, man, him and Ray. You know, that's Pete oh, yeah. faces, man. You know what I mean? At the House of Blues, Cleveland, Ohio, man. What up? You get your meeting, huh? 
What happened to that type of rap, man? <laughs> you know? What happened to that? You know? We can't get none of that no more. You know? Wow. So, yeah, I just had to play a little bit of that, man. So, but uh, Serena Williams. Let's talk. Let's talk Serena, real fast. Where does she Where does she sit in your uh, in your library of uh, great women athletes? Man, right up there at the top. You know, Jackie Joyner, Curse. Uh, you know the other female, the light skinned female in '88 that took all the uh, track and field awards, Hello. breaking all those records. Flo Joe. Flo Joe. You know what I'm saying? Cheryl Swoops. You know what I mean? Uh, my girl. I mean, all them girls that played for the Comets. <laughs> you Cheryl, know, you got right. to put all Cheryl, of them. Cheryl Miller. Lisa Leslie. I mean, even, even, see the top, even though Lisa Leslie didn't, you know, play for Houston, you got to put her up there. Serena is up there, man. And, and, and that's, I mean, it, it's amazing. I, I'll even put, you know, the soccer girl, Mia Hamm up there, you know, Serena is up there, man. And the funny part is El Boogie, she ain't, she ain't even does. She can she can do so much more this season to, to add on to what she's already done so far. So it's amazing that, you know, she's been able to accomplish what she has accomplished and all the things that she's been through, you know, up until this particular point, you know, when they, her and her sister, her and Venus, when they were, what, 12, 14, 15 years old, and we were getting our first glimpse of them, we thought that maybe the sport was too big for them. I mean, these girls were, they weren't happy that the Williams sisters were, you know, playing tennis, you know what I mean? And now look at here, look at here. Look at Serena, man. Not only is she up there in history, but she ain't, she's nowhere near being done. So, you know, big ups to Serena. Always enjoy watching her do her thing. It's just amazing that, you know, we've had an opportunity to watch her grow and watch her become one of the best female athletes to ever do it, man. She's not the best in your book. Is Serena Williams the best women's athlete you've ever saw in your lifetime? In your lifetime. Nah, man. Cynthia Cooper and Cheryl Swoops was some. You say Cynthia really- Cooper and Cheryl Swoops. Yeah, they were they were pretty damn bad, man. Oh. And Cynthia Cooper, Cynthia Cooper was on a whole nother level, man. This girl was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I give Serena props. You know, she's doing it, but you know, tennis is an individual sport, so you you know you can blame yourself for wins and losses. Uh, but you know what, Cynthia Cooper and you know we weren't expecting women's basketball to be shown up like it was. and I mean, Flo Joe, I mean, what, four gold medals, broken record, world records? I mean, I don't know, man. I can't say she's the best. You can't you can't say she's the best? No, not right now, no. Okay, well, well, well. How about Cheryl Miller? Does she stand up as the best woman's athlete? Oh, well, see, I, see, I, I forgot about my, 
I forgot about Miller time. See, she ain't. Come on, man. You know she ain't nowhere near Miller time. Forget about Miller time. You know she ain't. She was. She ain't nowhere near what Cheryl Miller was doing. This for all of them. I mean, (laughs) that girl, they're bad. That girl, they're real bad. And we didn't even get to see her do what she do. Cheryl is the reason why Reggie Miller's going to go into the Hall of Fame. (laughs) She's the reason from the backyard game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe that. My, you know. my note on my note on Serena Williams, I'll say this: uh, great tennis player, great athlete. Something that we will, I think, we'll never see in the sport of tennis uh, for another twenty years. It's like she came on another ten, fifteen years after Steffi Graf, after Martina Navratilova, uh, Chris Everett, Billie Jean King. It won't be another Serena. Uh, and what makes her special is how she's done it. She's done this, her dominance right now in the later part of her career. She's in her 30s. She's 34 years old. Am I correct? Yep. She's yep. 34 and doing what she's doing. So uh, she's doing the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know, Cap got an MVP when he was, what, 37? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, she, right, she's doing the thing. Let's 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 uh, progress to to golf. Your boy Tiger did pretty good in this tournament that just passed. He says he's getting better. What do you think about him at St Andrews? He's won three British Opens, two at St Andrews. Do you think he has a chance? Will he? Let me say this: not will he win. Will he be on the leaderboard? <laughs> Will he make the cut? Shit, that's what I'm looking for. Just make the cut. Will he make the cut? Make the cut, please. <laughs> that's all I want you to do. If you can be there on Sunday, I appreciate you. You know what I mean? But to me, it's not more. It's not even about Tiger anymore, El Boogie. I mean, let's 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 really keep it real. It's all about this guy Jordan Spieth. He won the first two majors already. Looking to back up Tiger to be the second player up under the age of 22 to win the first three majors. So I'm I'm trying to figure out is it possible that this guy can go out and win a third major with all the competition that's out there in the golf world today? Do you think George Spieth has what it takes to win the U.S. Open coming up in the men's league? Uh, yes, I do. I think that he will do what he's supposed to do. I think that he'll he'll win. I think that uh, he shot a 61 final round uh, over the weekend. So that was so impressive. I mean, I don't know who's hotter right now. Uh, Rory is out. He's he's injured. Uh, a lot going on with him. So, but one thing that you know they buster. Yeah. So I'm wondering. Uh, how can our guy Tiger get back into his winning ways when you got these young guns who are coming and they're hot and they know how to play these courses better than the old guys did back in the day? That's where that's where it's going to be difficult for him to do compete against these young whippersnappers. See, he was the only whippersnapper back then. Yes, now right. You got Rory. Now you got Rory. You got Spade, you got Bubba, you know what I mean? You got so right. many guys that are young, that are gunning to be 
that that guy, that next Tiger Woods. So we'll we'll see what happens. So uh, we're, we're let's keep going with the non-traditional sports right now. What about the Pan Am games, man? Have you been paying attention to them? No. I caught a glimpse of the Pan Am games. Of course, you know, El Boogie. That diving may be a sport that people slip sleep on. But when you get to watching it and you see these people doing these, uh, you know, remarkable uh, flips and twists and hitting the water with no splash, and you're just like, what the hell? What is going on? I've been watching some great competition with diving, man. And it's always the, the Chinese. And uh, and the uh, and the uh, the them Australians that that always you know get these good scores. I I, just, I haven't seen a a person from the U.S. be competitive. <laughs> you know what I mean in this particular sport, man. I don't know if if we just you know we just 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 don't care about diving, but we don't have an American that can keep up with with these other divers, man. But it's pretty cool. I caught caught a glimpse of the gymnastics. Of course, you know where that leads, them Russians and them other Lithuanians and all the Slovakians, man, these girls, and man, look at here, doing some things you just, man, look, it's different, you know what I mean, El Boogie, so getting a glimpse of everything, can't wait till the real game start, you know, the track and field and the little basketball, of course, we had the University World Games going on as well, where the USA won that one in double overtime against Germany this morning, and, uh, you know, it's good, man. At least we got something to watch still football. <laughs> Speaking of football, I know you watched the NFL Network and they came up with their top 100. J.J. Uh, Watt ended up being the number one player in the NFL. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, what do you think about that? Do you think those guys are married for the top two? Who was number three? I forgot uh, who was number I, three. No, it was uh, it was your boy. Uh, what's his name? The leading rusher. Oh yeah, Marshawn Lynch was three. Marshawn. Marshawn. Marco was yeah. three. Marshawn was no, three. No, Marshawn. Yeah. Okay. My thing. Uh, my thing is. My ahead. thing is this, L Boogie. Out of watching the NFL top 100 for last season, you know, I give credit for all those guys who make the picks, you know, because they these are players that rate the players. But the most interesting thing to me about 100 to number one was there was a guy on the list who didn't even play last year. He played one game, and he was out for the rest of the season. He was number two last year. (laughs) And without playing... 15 games, El Boogie. The dude still made the list. That's Mr. All-Day Adrian Peterson at number 62. When I saw that, I, it kind of blew my like – I had to I had to sit back for a minute, El Boogie, because I played, was like – How many games did How many games did AP play? He played the first game, week one. One game of the season, After, and he was rated 62. Number 62. <laughs> On the list, wow. and when I saw it, El Boogie, I had to sit back and I had to sit up first and be like, did they just say Adrian Peterson? And then I had to realize, okay, yeah, these are the players that are voting the top 100 players. And the players know 
even though this dude played one game, you just know what he would have did if he would have <laughs> played for the rest of the season. I mean, that's respect. I mean, that's the ultimate respect you can give a player. The dude played one game. Everybody else, everybody else on that list, L Boogie, played 16. I'll take that back. Played 12 or more games. <laughs> okay? This dude played one game. I didn't think he had a hundred yards rushing. He was on the list. <laughs> That's a bad dude, man. That's respect. Out of all that, out of all that I watched on the top one hundred, that was the most interesting thing that caught my eye. It wasn't in by any other player. Yeah, it was a couple of players, C.J. Mosley, a couple of these other rookies who did good and made the list. But man, number sixty-two. Go back and watch it again if you didn't see it. <laughs> it shocked the hell out of me because I wasn't expecting to see Adrian Peterson on the list at all. At all. Well, yeah, he on. Did Greg Hardy make the list? Nope. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hell no. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> That's respect. Well, I got a I got a real big question for you, Raw. I'm ready. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Hit me with it. You. I got I got a I got a bone thrown at me on the tweet, and they said is 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 Serena really the best tennis player to ever do it? They 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 thinking it's someone else, Martina Navratilova. And yeah, there there my, is someone that there is a couple of there are a couple of players. Steffi Graf is still ahead of her. You Steffi. know, uh yeah, Steffi Graf, Martina Navatilova are, are a couple of tennis players who are above her at this particular point. But let's not forget L Boogie. She's not done. <laughs> she is not done. She still got right. two, maybe one or two more years left, man. And the way she's been playing, I don't see anybody beating her in this sport. I really don't. And if she goes sweep, you know, this season, hell, she can sweep next season and play in all these little these little tournaments that don't really mean anything, like she plans on doing leading up to the U.S. Open. Man, she could kill. And it ain't well, over. She still has a little bit more is, on the gas. She got a little bit more right. on the tank. I feel you. Man, yeah, she got gas in the tank, L Boogie, and this girl, she is whooping ass. And it ain't like, you know, it's somebody that, that really can challenge her right now. She loses a set. You know what Serena going to do. She coming, man. Man. And the set she lose don't even really look like she should lose. She looks like she just be halfway just, you know, like practicing on something. Because when she tune in and, and turn it on, it ain't even no competition. She's smoking everybody, man. So I'm not she's she's not the best to ever do it just yet. Time is still on her side. So she will be <laughs> when it's all said and done. Get it two years. We're gonna be like, Yeah, uh, yeah, we said it. On that note, we about to go to commercial. And when we get back, we're gonna talk about the UFC, man. It's the street. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole bunch of girls. This fabulous right here, man. 
Let's go. We get show with a twist of hip-hop don't forget tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole bunch of girlfriends that was fabulous we get high 
and high, crazy blue. Like, oh, man, you already know. But listen to this, man. We also had a UFC fight, UFC 189, and we saw Conor McGregor do his thing to Chad Mendez with a, with a, with a second-round TKO, man. And your boy Robbie Lawler, you know what I'm saying, he retained his belt. He beat up on, who was that, Rory, what's his name, McDonald, was it? Yeah. Were you impressed by Conor McGregor's beatdown on Chad, though? I was. Were you? Bro, are you there with me? We also had Keith Thurman whoop up on a tune-up. And that brings me to... What Floyd gonna do, man? Yeah. You know what Floyd gonna do? Is he gonna take on Keith? But he don't look like he gonna fight him because Keith just fought in July and September is coming up. So, but he's only 26. So Keith, I think he can, you know, get in the gym for about a month. He's been fighting. So, uh, but uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah over the so. weekend, man. Over the weekend, was I impressed with Conor McGregor? Hell yeah. I mean, honestly, when the second round began and Chad Mendez looked like he was about to become the, you know, the interim title holder, I don't know what happened. I don't even know how he got up. But Chad Mendez, you a sucker. Let that boy get up and then put the things on you like that in the last 30 seconds. He said, hey, McGregor said, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm, gonna, I'm telling you, I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> and that's exactly what he did. So, uh, Robbie Lawler, I, man, was I impressed? Hell yeah. Because it looked like Roy McDonald was about to give it to it. And all of a sudden, I don't know when he got hit, something broke. But whatever the hell happened, yeah, he broke down. And good old Thurman, Keith Thurman, I like you. You pretty nice. Kalazo, you a sucker. No, my, I can't come out. Kalazo the clown. (laughs) I can't come out no more. I don't want no more. He got mad. So I'm just interested. I mean, it's two months away. Is he going to fight your boy Khan, man? What is he going to do? Uh, I think it looks like that's going to be the logical next fight for him. But they need to make this announcement real quick because it's coming up. You know what I mean? So, and uh, before we get into the before we get into asylum, because I see a couple guys in the asylum. Uh, what do you think about over in you know Italy? They're going to have the, the running of the bulls. And coming up, they get the Tour de France. What do you think about that running of the Bulls, man? What's the purpose of that? And that's a sport. Yeah, they had it. They, they've they already had it. They had the seventh day uh, yesterday running. And <laughs> I watched a little bit of the, of the fifth day, I believe. It was either the fourth or the fifth day, El Boogie. And I want to explain to, to, to my big dog and to all the callers that listened in and everybody around the world, look, if you think you brave, Take your ass to Spain and do the running of the bulls. I will tell you this, El Boogie. What that what I saw the other night. What I saw the other night, El Boogie, was just it's it's mayhem, first of all, El Boogie. If you a fast runner, this ain't for you, man. 
Because if you fast, you're going to be the first one to tumble. Because these guys aren't running fast, El Boogie. They're too busy looking at the next man beside them when they should be thinking about what's in front of them. Because once you look behind you, it's game over. Because once you look back and try to look forward, somebody done stopped and ran, got run over, somebody done tripped, and the bull is on your ass. It ain't like just one or two, three bulls chasing you. It's 15 bulls running out <laughs> Ain't no way hell, hey, L Boogie. Y'all think y'all got y'all gangsters? Take your ass to Spain, do some running with the bulls, y'all gangsters. You hear that? I don't want the bulls spear you in your ass. <laughs> Let me let me go out there and after I done had a couple cocktails with Uncle Saucy and, and uh the guys from the officials, man, drink some of that bubbly. Uh man, that boy been to flip me about seventeen times, man. Well, <laughs> I, I better get on that wall. You know how you get to running and then you get on that wall and hopefully they go past you. <laughs> El Boogie, they be the trying wall, to help man. you. Hey, they hey, the people that be trying to help the suckers who done fail. Say, man, they put themselves in danger more than the person that just fails. Because the bull be coming right at it. The bull don't care. The bull just got his horn sharper before the event started. <laughs> wow. Wow. Man, oh, man. But uh, let me add uh, one more, you know, hopefully, you know, you can t- check, check the cues here. Uncle Sauce here is, is ready to come in. But while you do that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to elaborate on something that I was you know got into a counter over the weekend uh it was the nationals this weekend all over the country orlando atlanta uh vegas you know different different regions virginia and uh aau tournaments and all the co- all the college scouts were there and uh it made me understand that high school basketball might not even be put, shouldn't even be played anymore You know why? Because why you say that? Too many. Because the college recruiters only come out in the summertime. They do not come out during the season because they see it. They would see uh, gems, man. They would see needles in the haystack. They only going after the big, the, the other guys that that play there. And you want me to tell you something about that too? It, it, it's only certain guys that play good with certain guys. Mm-hmm. See, you 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 find you find ball players when they just playing with a high school and guys is average and they stand out and they help other guys win. They help their team mm-hmm. win. When you get on this mm-hmm. AAU circuit, it's five guys that's good and you don't really have to do much, but it looks like you're doing good. And when that college scout offers you that scholarship and then get you in his program, he's gonna call a high school coach and be like, "Man, what did you send me, man?" He's going to be drinking a beer looking at practice. I'm like, hey, man, what did, I, what did you send me? <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm very I, – we got into this debate the other uh, yesterday on the, on the sports officials about AAU, the, the pros and the cons of it. Uh, some coaches can't understand that some of these players are just good because they're playing with other good players. Get them, mm-hmm. get them by themselves with some average players and make their teammates good, then you got a player. Recruit winners, man. Don't recruit bandwagon players. 
oh, I'm going to just play on this team because they good. So he can't, he can't do that with nobody else. So I, 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 that's my disadvantage with my kind with AAU. Now, it does help kids get scholarships, and you do get looked at. But if you're the good, they're going to come at you anyway. So I just wanted to, you know what I'm saying, get that out before we get into the asylum, man. And, but, uh, we already the in the asylum, man. While you were talking, Saucy was already sizing you up. You didn't hear him in the background. Oh, like, oh okay. <laughs> so, right. what's the deal, baby? <laughs> hey, hey, how are you, hey, how are you feel today, bro? <laughs> how are you feeling? Hey, man, I'm, hey. I'm, 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 my, my, tank on, my tank is on one fourth right now, Uncle Saucy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got him yesterday, and he seen he seen why my nickname is Saucy, and then I gave it to him yesterday. Hey, we started first thing in the morning. We started first thing in the morning doing the show. You know what I'm saying? They carried over. Hey, and shout out, shout out to Book. Book came out to watch my ladies play kickball yesterday. You know what I'm saying? He seen the beast mode. He seen one of my girls out there early. You know what I'm saying? She early. Still getting in. Ain't getting, she ain't getting, she ain't coming off the field. I tried to get her off. She waved me off. Like, nigga, we moved. You know what I'm saying? She, she was in there. Then we closed it down last night, man, and I think y'all bought, might have got you probably about five or six shots. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Still Patron yeah. and, hey, I was here to play. I had the scorekeeper looking at me. The scorekeeper tapped out last night. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's he straight, he he straight tapped out. He couldn't keep score. <laughs> hey, he, was the, he was putting the wrong score up on the wrong side of the board. You know what I'm saying? He was he was done. But I want to talk to him. You were talking about that AAU, man. Not only is it killing, you know what I'm saying, the high school game, it's killing the pro game. Because all these all these dudes, they, they, they homeboys when they get to the pro. You know what I'm saying? That's why we don't have the rivals like that. The only time you get a real rival is when you got somebody in there who gritty and they didn't get that AAU circuit. You know what I'm saying? So they got right. a chip on their shoulder. Somebody like Patrick Beverly, you know what I'm saying, who don't give a damn about right. Somebody like Jelliver Dover, you know what I'm saying? They got to work their way forward. Yeah, Kawhi right. Leonard. They got to work for it, so they got a chip on their shoulder. So they don't give a damn about no superstar, and they don't give a damn about being your friend. You know what I'm saying? They don't care nothing about that, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to lie to you, man. It, it's, it, it's good for some folks, man, but me personally, you want my personal opinion. For one, it's a money grab, you know what I'm saying, for a lot of these organizations. Anybody can get an AAU team and say, you know what I'm saying, look, I got an AAU team, blah, 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 it's six fifty per child. You know what I'm saying? Put you in two or three tournaments. They're only going to cost you $200. One child pay for that. You know what I'm saying? But if you got right. ten children, you know what I'm saying? If you got children, shit, you do the math. You done made yourself about five stacks off of nothing. You know what I'm saying? Off of nothing, man. So, and, and a lot of these parents, man, they get bought into those three letters, man, AAU. Man, you ain't shit, man. I tell you that. Excuse my language, man. It ain't nothing. I ain't going to lie to you. And it's for coaching. And it's for coaching. Because, you know what, Boogie, right. I say it all the time. It's who can run the fastest and jump the highest. That's all it is. That's, it. that's why we don't have no yep. – that's why we ain't got no more big men no more. You know what I'm saying? They all want to run up and down the court and shoot threes. You know what I'm saying? That's all they do, man. You know, even even in the gym I run, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I better do that. I, I think I told you last this, this story last night, Book. I, I, I made a dude to bet these little young dudes. We were sitting right there. Now, I knew they weren't going to pay me. You know what I'm saying? But I told them. I was watching the game. I said, man, y'all young boys don't know how to play the game. 
Like, what do you mean? I said, man, first of all, y'all don't play no defense. You know what I'm saying? And second of all, y'all don't do have no fundamentals that watch this game right here. I said, I just bet both of y'all $5 a piece. I know y'all ain't going to pay me, but I bet y'all $5 a piece. There ain't going to be one pick and roll in this game right here. Not one. You know what I'm saying? It was about 40, it was about 40 pick and pops. Everybody wanted to shoot the three-point line and shoot the three. Nobody right. That's all they wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Nobody nobody got down in the post and put his hand up and body a nigga up and say, nigga, give me the ball. You know what I'm saying? Turn right. around and face him up. Nobody do that. You know what I'm saying? Nobody don't do that, man. So, hey, you game, man. That shit for the bird. Huh? You know, but like I said, if, if you're true to it, though, and that's what you do, man, you know, more power to you, man. I ain't going to hate on nobody, man. But me personally, man, man, go do like you said, man. Take your high school to the championship. Don't go out there. Don't be whole hopping. You know, hopping from one right. team to another just yep. because they good, because they won in right. the tournament. You know what I'm saying? Don't, man, right. come on, man. Right. That ain't, that ain't, you know, and, and I don't even think right. it's for the 9, 10, 11 year olds. You know, like, you Me know, either. you know, Boogie had a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that was a friend of a friend that was with us last night. You know what I'm saying? And she got 11 year olds talking about they about to go to New Orleans. And I'm looking at her like, shit for what? You know what I'm saying? Right. Why are you about right. to do that? You know what I'm saying? I understand if you if you trying to go to New Orleans, so you can go kick it. You know, you as a parent. The you know, but come on, man. An 11 year old <laughs> and my 11 year old sitting right here next to me. You know what I'm saying? He a lefty. He do it all: football, baseball, basketball. He do everything. You know what I'm saying? He do everything to the point where folks want to come play for him. But me, I ain't about to travel with you. Same thing with baseball. You know what I'm saying? The coach told me, you know, you want to come be the pitcher in the first baseman. And then the first thing he said is, well, we're about to go to Florida and play at the Wild World of Sports in Orlando, you know, and it's going to be $750. I, I did, I did, uh, what's my man, what's my man, Clay? My man Clay from uh, um, the Wire. I gave him the she. <laughs> <laughs> Real easy with it. Senator Clay. Senator Clay.
Yeah, but Peyton and Eli, they came from that 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 special that special nut. That you know what I'm saying? They, that you know, that <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. You know what I'm saying? Come on now, man. We talk about Manning, man. These hey, girls, hey. they dad, they dad said, hey, okay, instead of us, instead of everybody looking at you girls saying that you from Compton, no, I'm gonna right. put you out. He did something totally different, just like. Tiger Daddy did. He did something totally different. He didn't put him in a sport where blacks dominate. He said, you're going to be the dominator. And so, by him doing that, yes, he helped them change the game, but that was like, I'm not going to say it was forced on him, but it was kind of forced on him, where the Manning brothers, you, they, you knew they was going to be quarterback shit. Hey, that was nothing. Hey, hey that's going to be a quarterback. You you already know. Yeah. And that right there is the reason why I think just what you just said is the reason why I think why the Williams sisters are better than the Manning brothers because the Manning yeah. brothers came from that special nut, like you said, from the loin. Right. These right. girls was made by their daddy. And then they took it right. and ran with it. And, and they changed yeah. the game. They changed the culture. It's to the point where if you looked at a lot of if, – if you looked at a lot of them people when she was holding up that plate, I, all I could think of was L Boogie. Look at that. They won that little 21-year-old to win, man. That was salty. You know what I'm saying? But hey, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. You know what? You know what? I will give it to the Williams sisters because let's, let's put it all in perspective real quick. Before yeah. the Williams sisters, there if you won, you only won in the women's tournament only about a hundred thousand dollars, if that. You right, know what I mean? Right. You, you, they right. weren't making money until Venus, or I don't know if it was Venus or Serena, was, who was like, "Yo, right. we gonna challenge this," and now they're making what the men are making. You know what I'm saying? So this, I, I'll give it to the Williams sisters because they fought for for not just for their right, but they fought to. You know, put this money in my pocket. I'm earning this, man. I'm I'm giving all I got, and you paying me chunk right. change. So with right. how they worked that in and won that, yeah, you got to give it up to them. I will give them that. And, and you know what? And not only that, bro. Before them, we ain't have no black tennis players except Arthur right. Ashe, and he was a Rainbow Warrior. You know what I'm saying? Right. He was a rainbow right. warrior, so you know we really ain't claim no fame in him. We ain't had we ain't had no Arthur oh, Ashes. Nick, hold on, Nick, hold on, Nick. Nick. Hold on, Nick. Yo. He he got AIDS from a blood transfusion, man. We can't put it on. He was you on sure? on the on the. I'm sure I did the research. <laughs> you I, sure? Sure? <laughs> I, I did the research. He he wasn't a, he wasn't a rainbow warrior when you when you said that this morning in the airport. I did some research on my phone. And he got the AIDS from a blood transfusion, and that's why they put they put uh that's why they they do the, the different type of blood now because of that. He's the reason why blood is given differently during surgeries. Hey, because of you, I respect the game. So I, I'm right. I respect that and honor that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Let me let me ask you I this. Don't know. We talked about it. Yo. We talked about it yesterday. What's up with what's your opinion about uh DeAndre Jordan the way he he switched his decision and also what's your what's your opinion about guys doing well in summer league is that going to translate over to 
the regular season, or is that just, uh, you know, uh, a facade, so to speak? We'll just later. Well, I'm going for the for the sake of the show. I'm not going to go into what we had to yesterday because Neil wouldn't let us speak yesterday when we were talking about Deontay <laughs> Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Me and, me and L couldn't even get a damn word in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say it like this though. Point blank to me, I'm okay with him changing his decision. Got no problem with that. None whatsoever. Folks will be able to do that. Because like we talked about yesterday, in the real world, you know what I'm saying? Excuse me, I just got to the house. But in the real world, if you take a job, you got what, 24 hours, 48 hours? Yes. You know what I'm saying? And there's plenty of people in the, in, in the U.S. who has taken a job and then turn around and say, I'm sorry, but I'm going to stay because they match my salary. You know what right. I'm saying? Whole bunch, whole bunch of folks done that. So I'm okay with him doing that. But my thing is, he's a sucker. You know what I'm saying? He's a sucker because, as Neil was saying yesterday, he was mad because Chris Paul wouldn't high-five him when he came out, came into the huddle, and he felt like he was the third wheel or and not the third leg. And You know what I mean? I was like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Play your part. You know what I'm saying? Play your right. part. You ain't who you thought you was. You know what I'm saying? You can't be a quick You – He's a liability. You can't even play him the last five minutes of the game when it's time to play. So all that defense that he got, you really can't even use his last five minutes. They're going to turn around and foul him, and he's going to turn around and miss both the free throws. You know what I'm Thank saying? Thank you. And I, 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 can't, I, I can't, to me personally, you know what I'm saying, you just a glorified, you're a glorified Tyson Chandler is what you is. He don't got no moves. His move, his move is a lob to the basket. Have you ever seen him face up? Have you ever seen him take somebody? Have you ever seen him hit one from the elbow? You know what I'm saying? Have you ever seen him do the turn, the turn around and hit one off the glass? We ain't never seen none of that. You know what I'm saying? And, and I hope Neil listening because he was talking about his smooth stroke and he's seen this and, you know, it's all his mental and this, that, and the other. Come on, man. Man, you, man, you tripping, man. You know what I'm saying? And we had a, we had a big talk after the show yesterday with – with Big Brother, shout out to Big Brother Al. And he called him out on that. Like, come on, man. This dude ain't like that, man. He, man, he's a sucker to me, man. He is. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I respect him for his decision because he was man enough to say, you know what, I don't want to go. But I don't think he didn't come because y'all didn't have no point guard, bro. You didn't have no point guard at the time. You know what I'm saying? Had to have okay. a point guard. Okay, I agree with you. I agree with you, but let me ask you this. Why didn't he pick up the phone and just tell Cuban that? Because he ain't got to. That's his agent job. Why he think he pay him that money? The his agent didn't even money. know what was, what was going on. And DeAndre hey, did hey, that. Hey. You know, hey, let me hey. tell you something. You had that book. I want y'all to listen to this. I want y'all to listen. Don't get mad at me either when I tell you this. All right. I'm not. That dude, Doc Rivers, is a snake in the grass, boy. Doc Rivers be doing some stuff, man, that be, say, man, Doc be on it. Oh, Doc. Yeah, I like Doc. But Doc a snake in the grass, boy. That boy, you got to watch Doc. Doc be pulling the prank, dog. And you, hey. Yeah. Hey, Doc yeah, be in the Doc. background, boy. You can't. See, Doc, Doc locked in with them jewels, man. <laughs> you know, people don't understand. And I'm, and I'm being honest, and people don't want to, you know. Doc is married into money, man. Right. Right. Doc is married into money. 
And, and right. you see how they traded Doc. Whatever Doc wants, he gets. Doc was traded right. because he wanted to be traded to the Clippers. He got traded. Right. Then right. when they when he had the perfect opportunity mm-hmm. when 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 that owner was calling you know was was using the n word against his players and saying degrade him and they got him out. What, right. what happened with Doc? He got in because of his 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 uh him being married in the money man. That affiliation. affiliation. Mm-hmm. So you and, and just think of this. When they did that too, re- remember those guys uh in in LA got money, man. <laughs> just flat out power with money. Because there's no way at all that we that, that uh Chris Paul shouldn't have been a Laker. So the right. NBA they they just they know what they're doing, man. They buffalo the game like any organization. When they want something done, they do it, man. They do it. Hello, Doc so, so is a me? snake. Yeah, he ain't no snake, yeah. man. Yeah. What about yeah. snake? Hey, just... Toby. Uh oh, nearly nearly in here. Uh-oh. Let me ask you this, Hold though. On. Hey, yeah, you, you, need, you need to let Hold him on. in, man, because he, he over there, he, he over there, uh, he ain't doing nothing but carrying his bag, man. That's what he doing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. What would you say, Boogie? Hey, I'm about, about to bring Nilly Nilly in. I'm saying. I think this Nilly. Okay, but what do you think about the summer league with those rookies? And Do you put a lot of stake, do you put a lot of stake in, in their performance in the summer league? No, I don't. I don't put no stake in it at all. What I put a stake in is you better be averaging yourself a double-double or close to it. You should be double figures and eight, nine rebounds, eight, nine assists or whatever because 97% of that league is going to go overseas or they're not going to be in the league at all next year or they'll be in the NBDL next year. You know what I'm saying? I don't even, I don't, I don't even like the fact that they let second-year players go over there and play because like the boy from um, – from Orlando, what, Gordon, that played down in Arizona? You know what I'm saying? He had a yeah. slow rookie year, but he beasting in that league. He shouldn't be playing in that league, man. You know what I'm saying? He shouldn't be playing in that league. That league is for players that come in like Frank Kaminsky from Wisconsin, who Neil said ain't going to average four points next year, but he's doing the thing. He averaging 14, 15 points right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep reminding him until, you know what I'm saying, the end of next season is over with, and then I just pray to God he averaged more than four points. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's a, and, and that and that that is what it is, man. That is what it Nilly, is. Nilly, so. you on the line? Man, I'm in the building, brother. What's the deal? Nilly, Nilly, what to do, baby? <laughs> man, what's going on with it, man? It's that boy Nilly, Nilly, man. What's up with it? Man? I saw six seven eight. I was like, ah, oh, I only got one number that's six seven eight. I know who that is. Yeah, man. That's... Boy, the Southside legend himself, man. You know what I mean? Hey, time. Hey, Nilly Nil, Nil, I got a question for you. I got a question What's for you, Nilly Nil. What's up, Doc? Greg Hardy of the Dallas hold Cowboys. Hold on, Went hold from on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on, Ro. Before we get to that question, man, we got to pay the bills. When we come back, we're going to get with Nilly Nil. And after we get with Nilly Nil, we're going to get with Big Al because I think I see him in the queue. We ain't get him in the sports officials yesterday. So, man, hey, let's go to buggy. my man. Yes, sir. Boogie, okay? Yes. I, I'm going to tap out. I appreciate y'all having me on, but I just want to hear Big Al and Eddie Neal talk together. 
That's all I want to hear. That's great radio. <laughs> no doubt. So you got to stay on the line, man. You got you to gotta stay on the line after we come back from commercial because we're going to bring both those guys in, man. I ain't going nowhere. I'm right here. No doubt. Man, right now we got the home run derby going on. The streets, man. 347-855-8896. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole bunch of girlfriends. What a hell of a show tonight. Man, what you twerking with? Let's go. Thank you. 
It's out the Patriots in the middle of the season. Yeah, I'm wow. with you on that. I know Ray Rice going to go to a good team. So, I thought he was going to go to Indianapolis, but when Frank Gore took that over, I was like, yeah, he got to go somewhere else. Oh, big My good old friend, Double N on the other end, huh? Yeah. Double N, what's know. going on? Ex-Bulldog, man. He hear you. <laughs> hey, I'm in here. Let me, I'm in here. Let me, hey, 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 let me, let me, let me ask you this out first, and I'm going to get nearly near because we debated about this yesterday. What do you think about DeAndre Jordan's spat before he signed back with the Clippers about him being mistreated and getting a verbal offer with the with the Dallas Mavericks? What do you think about that whole ordeal? And then I'm going to ask one, Kelly Neal what he thinks. For one, the Jew called the nigga and said, hey, man, what is you doing? The Jew called me. <laughs> asked me, what he doing? What is you doing, man? <laughs> but you, you going out there? Because you go out there, we don't find a way to get you in trouble, and you're never getting back in the league. So you better stay fit and sit your ass down somewhere. Oh, uh, okay. That's all he said. Okay. Ain't nobody had to say nothing. All that Jew had to do was make the call, man. <laughs> Water down ass. Nilly wow. Neal. You know what I mean? Nilly Neal, talk to me. What you think about that? Hey, hey, hey! I, I hope I don't shock y'all with this one, man. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it 100, man. How I feel with my personal opinion. I ain't got no problem with what he did, man. As far as the <laughs> man. Oh my God! Him having a change of heart. The only problem that I got with DeAndre Jordan is him not manning up, calling Mark Cuban and telling him, "Hey, man, look, I changed my mind." I'm going to stink with my boys, man. Uh, I made these niggas love me now. You know what I mean? Right. That's right. the only problem I have with him. You know what I mean? If he did that, the whole scenario would have been beautiful to me, man. To be honest with you, it would have empowered the player more. You know what I'm saying? Look. Right. All these franchises always uh, with restricted free agency. And even with uh, unrestricted free agency, man, kind of get a chance to direct you where they want to go because that extra one year. And the extra money, you know what I mean? So you kind of control. What DeAndre did, man, he opened up a hole in the Pandora's box now. You know what I mean? Hey, I'll commit to you. Say, I'll go to you. You know, have you changed the whole face of your franchise? And guess what? I'll change my mind on y'all suckers. You know what I mean? They go back to go give some more money back to my same team or vice versa. You know what I mean? It empowers the player again, man. So I love what he did, man. Hey, I don't think he did it intentionally. But he just put a lot of power back into the players. My turn, my turn, my turn. Neil. Really, Neil, that's some bullshit. For real. Let me tell you. That's what the. He knew what he was doing. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I ain't saying a word. I let you finish. Hold up. You got to tell me why. Let me tell you something. That's what's wrong with. That's why. That's what's wrong with. High school switching to college now. They got to wait and see. Either you're going to sign the letter or you ain't. Ain't no waiting and seeing. I'm going to move on to the next player. That's what's wrong. That's what's wrong now, man. There's no structure in this bullshit y'all call. Oh, I'm going to sign him and sign there. It started high school now. These, these, they been, they being catered to too much. Let's put that out right now. All this shit being catered to too much. And you don't really be that good. When you finally hit the wood, you're not even what you right. thought you was. 
Real talk. So all that's some bullshit. DeAndre Jordan, you ain't worth eighty million dollars, really. In a, a non center league now. <laughs> you're really not even worth eighty million. You're not even good as Horace Grant. And I told you that yesterday, <laughs> Nilly Neil. So Horace Grant will get hundred twenty million. Horace Grant will get hundred twenty million. So I'm playing a role player eighty eight million dollars. Is you fucking kidding me? He can't do this league that, this league that went to dead, man. This league is dead. For real. In that summer league, that's just like watching third good, man. I could get a better game. I could watch a better game at third good summer league. <laughs> that is some garbage. Them guys, you talk about these number one draft picks and all that shit. These guys should be averaging like thirty or forty in the summer league. Not no thirteen and thirteen. What the fuck is that? You probably be the best player coming out of college or some par. You're a number one, number two, number three, number five draft pick. Is this all you can give me? On some average guys? These is average guys, man. Average guys, yeah, man. Oh, they get a yeah, dunk, man. they go crazy. What yeah, is yeah, a dunk? But, but, don't, but, you know, but you know what, big ass, though? These, these, the, the dudes they're playing with or playing against, man, you know, some of these dudes are men now. You know what I mean? When they was in college, you know, they playing against other freshmen, you know, sophomores and seniors. You know what I mean? These guys they're playing against now, some of these dudes have been overseas for a year or two. Some of these dudes have been on the NBA bench for a year, you know, weight training. You know, we're real, we're real trainers. You know what I mean? So it's probably a little sales socket, man. You know, even if your talent level is extremely high, you know what I mean? Like, if you ain't there physically, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know that. I mean, if you can get pushed around very easily or, you know, you don't know the game as well as the next man do, I mean, you, you at a disadvantage, man. So that's why they play in the summer league, man, you know. To introduce them to the NBA. You know, this is what you're gonna be saying. Let me tell you, you know something, I mean? man. Let me tell you something, man. Willpower over everything. When I step on that court and I've always been like number two, number three, I got to look at my box scores every night like this is all I put up against. This dude, this dude can't make the league. Is you kidding me? I'm coming out there for blood, man. They don't give me they don't they don't be trying to get I'm going out there for endorsements and everything. That's what I'm playing for. I'm playing for that money. And, yeah, and I, yeah, that's so enough. And I can say that's this. So enough, man. And I can, when you're 19 and 20, though, it's a little bit different. And I and I can say this. We're gonna go over a little bit, and, I, and hopefully they'll let us. But I'll say this: the game and the and the evolution of this life period has changed. We look at, well, not we as our generation. We're up in age, hey. but we look at, yeah, we look at LeBron James as the bar. And to be honest, Steve Kerr said it. I don't know if he said it the best. LeBron James doesn't have any go-to moves. He doesn't know how to post. He doesn't know how to do a lot of things. He just one thing great. He just knows how to do a lot of things good. And he's going to be the, the highest-paid player for that. And he's and he and he, and, he, and he doesn't have the heart of a lion. And he got all of lion tattoos on him. I don't see it. And people just glorify this this kid. You know what I mean? To me, he he the best. Is he is he the best player in the league? If he is, look at the league. That's why Paul Pierce can play and still give you fifteen and and, and whatever. That's why Tim Duncan can still give you twenty and ten because these guys aren't good. You know what? I ain't gonna even lie, man. That that's a good point, man. Because uh, 
I, I know this is going to be a little bit off key, man, but I, I, want, I want to hit you with this real quick, man, because it's really real. Hey, I play 2K, right, every day. You know what I mean? I'm a PlayStation. Right. <laughs> and uh, I'm not really good with LeBron on the game, you know what I mean? Because on the game, you know, you got you to gotta play with a player who got moves, you know what I mean? Who got a signature go-to move, and they can get you a bucket when you really need one on the game. And, you know, all, the, all my 2K heads out there who listen to this right now, know exactly what I'm talking about. But when you play with LeBron on the game, you know, if you get him going toward the basket, you know, he of course he'll score, but in a half-court setting, you know, he's not really that good on the game. You know what I mean? And, and everything you just said, Boog, was kind of like made sense to me, man, when you said that to me, kind of took home. Because if I play with Carmelo on the game, guess what? No matter where he catches, you know, he can give me a bucket. Same thing with Chris Paul or Kevin Durant, you know, all the other good players, you know what I mean, in the NBA, man. But uh, at the same time, though, he can do everything really, really good. You know what I'm saying? It's like what you said. He can dive. You know, he got a good mid-range. You know, three ball ain't the greatest, but it's pretty good. You know what I mean? Everything that he does is good. You know what I mean? It makes him who he is. That's what I'm saying. So what what the fuck would you get $80 million to DeAndre Jordan for? What would I even make a big issue about it? Why is he even in the paper? Why is he in the paper? Why is everybody writing big stories about DeAndre Jordan? For what? For what? DeAndre Jordan, he, what, I mean, he, he's, he's what, a, Neil? He's a, what? What is he? I mean, he's what somebody that you want on your team. Would you want him on the Cavs? No. See, that, see, see, I, see you, you don't believe that, man. I, I don't believe that from me. Any team in the NBA would love to have DeAndre Jordan on their team right what? now. What am I going to do with him? What am I going to do with him? I'm going to run a real offensive set. When I run a real offensive set, what can I do with him? Except you for a screen. I'm going exactly what the, the Clippers do with They pick and roll with him. Man, and that's it. Let me tell you something. You put DeAndre Jordan in the East, that pick and roll shit is set down. Man, my thing You slow down in the East. I agree with you offensively, but his athleticism always accomplished for that. Man. It, it always makes up for it. This dude beats the glass like a damn gorilla, man. I mean, like the way he's Don't nobody rebound no more. Don't nobody rebound no more. Good. That's what makes him don't good. Don't nobody rebound because he can't bro. do nothing else. He can't yeah. do nothing else. Hey, stand yeah. out of here, gorilla, and get this rebound. Rebounds. Anybody who can get you 15 rebounds every night, bruh. And block three shots and, and dunk on you three or four times a night, man. It's a superstar in this league, bruh. In today's league, not in our league, not in the 80s and 90s, what we grew up watching, what we think basketball should be or what it really is. But basketball changed, man. It's, it is a ball. Just like Bull just said, man. It's a different league, dog. And a dude like DeAndre is an $88 million worth player, man. Somebody who wow. dunk everything around the rim. Somebody who gets you 15 reads and stop the other guy from scoring, man. Right there is worth 88 million. God damn, that make that'll make Sean Kemp be worth what about 220? <laughs> really? <laughs> He's still playing today. <laughs> yeah, that'll make him about 220 million, right? Are you serious? It's a different day, man. It's a different day, dog. Look, look like this. We about to get Tristan Thompson 85 million dollars, dog. We about yeah, to we do about it. to get we about to get a dude that play like Popeye Jones, eighty eight million. million. We about to do we, hold up. We about to give a dude eighty five million dollars, man, who averaged nine points and eight rebounds, dog. 
You know hey, why L, million? You hear what I call him? Popeye Jones. That's what Tristan Jones. That's his game. Popeye right. Jones. <laughs> yeah, wow. but he's about to be an $85 million Popeye Jones for everything I just said. That's what, that's what the league is today, man. That's what it's worth, man. You know what I mean? Last, that's what block last, the shot last, and get rebound and, and stop somebody worth today. It's worth $90 million, last, homie. Last question before I let both you guys go. 30 seconds apiece. Serena Williams, best tennis player ever? Or will she be or she is right now? Al, you go first. 30 seconds. Uh, second best player ever. Martina, <laughs> hands down, is the best ever. She's the second best. Wow. Ever. But Martina is a beast. Was a beast. She was a beast all the way. She, she was 40, what, 44, 45? Yes. Martina was a beast, yes. man. Yes. She's second best, though. Neil. Hands down. Right. Neil, hey, on, what do you man. think? Man, man, it's very easy, man. Of course she's the best, man. She got she tired. For the most majors, 21. She got more than Martina, and she's not even done. Not only is that, she's going to hold the slam, the super slam, quite. What's the Something that I ain't never done. Look, we all know Speech of Best, but these white folks and everybody else will never admit it. Oh, there you have it. Man, we had Neil call the show tonight. He finally got it in without, man. They put the gloves on in the streets, man. We love you guys, man. man. No I'm gonna doubt. catch you, Nelly Neil. I'm gonna catch you. Watch. I'm gonna put your little ass in the post, man. <laughs> you you going in the post, buddy? <laughs> hey, boy, you don't want these problems, baby. Hey, big ass, you don't want these problems, nah. <laughs> man. It's the streets, man. We we out of here, man. Hey, I gotta give it to him, man. Al, Nelly Neil, Uncle Saucy. Uh, the scorekeeper. So we did it big this weekend, man. It's the street. We're going to send you out with this, with our man Jay-Z, the theme of the show. The streets is talking. It's rolling. Hey, I love y'all, man. What love, Neil? Show up. Much love, baby. Much love. Much love. Much love. Much love.
Yeah, right. 